0: Greetings. Good morning. Welcome to the Olive Tree and Lampstand Ministry Radio Church Program. We uh, had a power outage overnight, and so because we went, and because of that, we've been dead for the last oh, I think five hours as far as transmitting. But we're back on the air. So welcome to. The olive tree and lampstand ministry radio church program I'm your host Rick Rodriguez over the last half a year I've visited with the audience about the great apostasy that would occur in the years before Christ's return and we are in that apostasy And Christ spoke of, in the parables, he spoke of the um, different ways in which the enemy would leaven his word. The parable of the leaven. In Matthew thirteen thirty-three through 34 He told them another parable. The kingdom of heaven is like yeast that a woman took and mixed into about 60 pounds of flour until it worked all through the dough. Jesus spoke these things to the crowds in parables. He did not say anything to them without using a parable. The leaven that Christ was talking about would be the, within the wheat, it is pure. But if you leaven the wheat, then it's contamination. In evangelical Christianity, we have been, through the last 2,000 years, there has been a leavening of the teachings of Christ it began even shortly after his death and resurrection by the time of the Apostle Paul in uh, Thessalonian 2nd Thessalonians chapter 2 Paul addressed a great apostasy a great falling away we are in that time the uh, great falling away has always been with us into the last century into this century especially but the great falling away I say really accelerated right after the period of time known as the baby boom generation the uh, the Jesus Christ movement of the 60s and 70s. It would be the, it was when the Jesus movement with all of the evangel, evangelism that took place to the baby boom generation here in America, that, I believe, is when the great apostasy accelerated. Now, Christ also warned us about being deceived in Matthew 24. And one of the first things he said was, Be not deceived. But I'm afraid that... Um, we american evangelical christians haven't paid any attention to what he had stated and because of it we have been we're caught we have been systematically leavened systematically the word, of the teachings of Christ have been watered down. Christ spoke of these. What would happen when the teachings, when his teachings, when we wouldn't pay attention to them, we wouldn't things we would take things lightly. I'm I'm pulling up what Christ said. About his teachings this is Matthew chapter 24 he said Jesus then said some people listen to my message and obey it those people are like wise men like a wise man who built his house on a rock then a storm came with much rain and wind the rivers rose up high Strong winds blew hard against that house, but the house did not fall down because the man had built it on a rock. Other people listen to my message, but they do not obey it. Those people are like a fool who built his house on sand. Then a storm came with much rain and wind. The rivers rose up high. Strong winds blew hard against the house. The house fell. The storm destroyed it completely. Jesus finished speaking. The crowds were very surprised at the things that he taught them. We should be surprised at what Christ had written in the, the book of Matthew 5, 6, and 7. These were the teachings of Christ. Everything he spoke of came from the writings of Moses and we don't pay attention to what he said the evangelical churches of this country have not paid attention took made light of God's Word and because of it we presently in America we have fallen into a great abyss of, of apostasy we are weak as Christians as a body of believers we have no discernment we are weak uh, spiritually we are like those who are starving because we don't have The pure teachings of Jesus Christ the teachings have been watered down we uh, can't and shouldn't take make light of the things that Christ warned us what he he said he warned us personally leaven there was leaven mixed in the the into his teachings because of that due to our abandoning his word this body of believers in America in the evangelical churches we are apostate we have picked up doctrines of demons and there are consequences when we refuse to live our lives according to the word of God then expect that uh, we are going to be receive plagues Spiritual plagues, diseases. We won't see clearly. There will be blindness. We won't be able to hear the Word of God clearly. We'll have partial deafness. You'll be blind. You won't hear correctly. You will be weak spiritually you won't be able to stand against the culture of this country very powerful and you're going to build on sand the winds the rain the rivers will rise the winds will blow hard and your what you are building will not stand the spiritual forces that have come to destroy you we in America we evangelical Christians we have we are now the winds of destruction are blowing have been blowing and now it's evident the fall of this great house of Christianity as we understand it has begun it's going to affect people individually families assemblies the nation the world as I put together as I was considering on what direction would be best to go today there are a handful of very important matters that uh, I could I could begin with but the matter of this great apostasy is the most important I will begin here. In this country, for the last hundred years, there has been a very powerful form of apostasy that has affected a fourth of the body of believers in the evangelical churches. It's called Pentecostalism slash Charismatic Christianity. The leaven that I'm referring to is, was I guess you could say sown or hidden in measures of meal in the early Pentecostal Movement in this country right around 1901 and through the last century to our present time. I'm going to mention Dominionism. I'm going to mention the New Apostolic Reform movement. I'm going to mention and talk about today. The seven mountain mandate within charismatic Christianity. They don't really desire to associate themselves with what would be called the strange, odd, old Pentecostalism. That took place in the in the last century, early in the last century. Um, just strange things that would take place. For example, there were there was a a form, a small group of Pentecostals who believed that if they were bitten by a snake, they wouldn't die and so they would take snakes and they would hold them wrap them around their necks they stood on that word that Christ said if even if a snake would bite you it would not harm you so you had a strange uh, part a segment of the Pentecostal movement that was just odd you had the I'm trying to think of the word I'm taking my time today because the uh, power outage last night I didn't have time to get my notes laid out I had to just jump in to the program without really laying things out the practice is the word I'm looking for practice Each assembly has a different way of doing things, a different practice. Some assemblies, two two or three meetings through Sunday, uh, through the Sunday programs. Some start at 7 a.m., others 8, 9, 10, 11. The practice of all of the assemblies is different they're not the same the teachings of Christ in every all of God's assemblies should be the same the teachings are important the ways of the pastor or the practice of the assembly is really should be second But the teachings of Christ should be primarily the number one. Everything should be centered around the teachings of Christ. Because they haven't been, we have become apostate. Dominionism. We're going to take over the world. The thought that Christians, the church has been given a mandate to take over the world for Christ this is a doctrine of demons I wrote down some of the doctrines of demons this is one of them this is a doctrine that is not biblical it's a doctrine of demons it morphs and it uh, manifests in many different ways one of the doctrines of demons is a pre-trib rapture I would ask you to listen to me if and we're in the time now we're in the final decade prior to Christ's return the prophecies about our time are in motion the prophecies of the wars that would come Have begun the prophecy in Psalm 83 Israel going to war with the terrorists the extreme terrorists Islamic terrorists in the nation of Israel in Lebanon in Syria and in Jordan Psalm 83 the prophecies of Russia the land of Gog Magog children of Rosh, Russia Russia's ready for this war. Russia's going to move into the Middle East. The prophecy is alive. The prophecy of China having dialogue with the Asian sisters. Xi Jinping is the man who is working with Asian sisters to unite so that the kings of the East may come to Armageddon. The prophecies of America, the, the whale in the swimming pool, are, are should be evident to most Christians, but they're not. The blindness that Christ said would take place in the church of Laodicea The evangelical churches of America we are Laodicea we are blind we're wretched wretched meaning we're dysfunctional we are weird strange odd we are almost despised not because of Christ and because of the name of Christ but because of our strangeness blind, wretched, miserable. Most Christians are the most miserable, peop- miserable people. More miserable in a sense than the children of the world. Very miserable. Naked. We are naked. We are a, a, a church that doesn't see that we are exposed to in an unnatural way, and we're poor. We say that we're increased with goods, we have need of nothing, but we're blind, naked, wretched, miserable, we're poor, poor, not maybe monitor or material wise, monetarily, but definitely we are poor. Spiritually, We have not bide the oil for our lamp. God sends His people in the Old Testament time, before the judgment would come to them, He would warn the nation of Israel that God was fed up, that God's holiness had been trampled, The righteous living that should take place in a nation had become wicked. There was no righteousness. The nation had become wicked, idolatrous, idolatry. Anything that stands between you and Christ that you embrace dearly is idolatry whatever it may be. Christ told us that if we're going to follow Him, we're going to have to pay a price. No man would leave father, mother, sister, brother, wife, children to come and follow Christ. But if you, when you get saved, when you're born again, you have to count the cost. What is it going to cost me if I follow Christ? the Lord Jesus Yeshua what's it going to cost me you have to count the cost you have to make a decision is it worth it there's a parable about the treasure in the field a man saw a treasure in a field and he took everything that he had and he purchased the field you purchased the field for the treasure Christ, he saw a field that was worth purchasing because in that field was a treasure more important than anything that he knew of. Christ died for the souls of men, a treasure, eternal treasure. He died for mankind, for the soul of man he paid the cost he saw what it was going to take it was going to cost him everything to purchase that treasure it was going to cost death but he was willing to pay that price what are we willing to have we have we counted the cost to serve christ If there was ever a time to really think about your present and your future, now is the time. The only salvation that the Christians are going to have in the coming time, in the future, from the time, from this point until Christ, until our resurrection, not rapture, our resurrection, Christians are going to go through the tribulation and then you're going to go through the great tribulation if you're not dead already. You will enter into the time that follows the tribulation if you're still alive, if we're still alive, preceding the wrath of God punishments on the world. And after the tribulation is over, then, then we will be called. And the word will be given. Come up here. Not until then. Come up here. The dead will rise first in the grave, in the ground, in paradise. Not in heaven. There's no such thing as a Christian being in heaven presently no such thing it's not in Christ's teachings it's in the teachings and philosophies of men in the concepts of fallen mankind there are no men in heaven no one's in heaven except the holy angels the dead will rise first out of paradise they're sleeping in the earth in the heart of the earth in the chambers where God gives them rest they will be raised when the sound come up here when the command come up here is given then we people who are still alive whoever's left will at, the, at that time also rise with the dead who have begun the resurrection before us. then our bodies will be changed in a split second for the people that are still living that are Christians changed in a split second your, your mortal body will be immortal and you will ascend to the judgment seat of Christ Christ in the clouds. the dead and the living Christians will rise together, in that resurrection to stand before Christ to be rewarded or to be punished we're all going to pass through a fire and the works that we have all everything that we have done while we became while we were Christians is going to be tried by fire we may suffer great loss because we were working in the soul or in the flesh wood hay and stubble we're working in the flesh that will burn away but what we have done through working with gold silver precious stone with the divine nature of God with the redemption redemptive qualities of who Christ is and with the abilities through transformation the fire won't affect those three areas of what we have done and then we go into the Millennial Kingdom with Christ into his wedding feast now the warnings to the Christian people in America have begun throughout this country There are the ministries and the believers who know the teachings of Christ and have begun to expose everything in evangelical Christianity that is not of God. And there is a struggle or a war in the evangelical churches or the Laodicean churches in the United States of America I'm excluding the uh, I'm excluding the other six brothers the other six lampstands I'm talking only about addressing only evangelical Christianity I'm only addressing the Laodicean church of the end times We are Laodicea The Christian people that do not see that America, that evangelical Christianity in America is Laodicea. We evangelicals have been brought to the United States. The other six brothers, the other lampstands, are European or Central Asia based. We are unique. The only place where we can thrive and be deceived and become apostate is in the United States of America we are not our center is not Rome is not in the Greek Greece or England or any part of Europe or, or to any of the nations in Europe we are completely a completely new creature one thing about Laodicea we are the church that would conduct our business as a lampstand in the land of the coming son of perdition the man of sin the man of sin and who would eventually become the abomination of desolation we are the lampstand our labor all that we do will take place in the land of the great harlot of the end of the age and until the Christian people see that and have that revelation and it will only come by revelation I can tell you what I have what has been revealed to me through the scriptures but it, it's, it, it doesn't it's not going to help you until you have that revelation Until you have that revelation given to you by the Lord Jesus, by the Holy Spirit, everything I'm saying is not going to, nothing is going to make sense. You're not going to believe me. I don't ask you to believe me. You're not going to see what I see. I'm not talking about how to build a vehicle. I'm talking about spiritual things. Things that to the natural mind, won't make sense. Won't change you in your heart. I'm talking about things that have gravity, that are profound, that affect your day and your future. The Laodicean church, Is going to be the church that is responsible. The evangelical churches are responsible for the great apostasy internationally. Yes, our apostasy affects Africa, South America, the Far East, Russia. Our apostasy because all of the churches of the world generally are looking to the evangelical Christians of America. We are a unique family member. Each lampstand, seven lampstands are unique. Thyatira, the Catholic Church. Read it for yourself. You want to see what the Catholic Church is about? Read Thyatira. Idols, idolatry, doctrines of demons. The Pope comes out and says that hell is empty. There aren't any people in hell. This is the doctrine of the Catholic Church, of this man who is not really a godly man. And the Catholic people internationally are going to follow antichrist because this pope he will he is promoting things of the occult there is that hell is empty there are other things that i could tell you about but i'm just giving you the example if you want to know catholicism The Church of Rome. Read the book. Read what God says to the Church in Thyatira, the fourth church. If you want to understand Russian Orthodox, Greek Orthodox, if you want to understand you you, you, uh, Orthodox Church of Ukraine, you go to the Church of Pergamos. Prior to the Church of Rome because the Greek churches are older than the church of Rome if you want to understand the Lutheran churches read about the church that follows Thyatira Sardis that's the Lutheran churches Martin Luther's Lutheran churches Sardis if you want to study Laodicea then you go to the Laodicean Church, the last of the seven churches, the young brother. So this is who we as evangelical Christians are. And I'm going to go to the break and we're going to finish after. I'm going to conclude, I'm going to continue when we get back. So you're listening to the Olive Tree and Lampstand Ministry. I'm your host, Rick Rodriguez podcasts or 1360 khnc.com and we'll be back shortly and i'm going to gather my notes together and we'll continue so until then i'll uh, take a little break i'll be back
6: Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, and I'm here to tell you about my new product from My Pillow: towels that actually work. Here's another towel that we randomly went out and bought. Here's one of my towels with a nice design. I mean, this is crazy. Get rid of it. Towels that actually work. What a concept. I'm interrupting this commercial to let you know you can get our six-piece towels regular $69.98, now only $29.98. Or you can save 25% on our brand-new kitchen towels, made with the same technology as our famous My towels. Also, we have bath sheets, bath towels, washcloths, hand towels, and so much more. And the best part, with your promo code, your entire order ships absolutely free.
4: Go to MyPillow.com and use promo code K. H-N-C.
6: Use that promo code to get deep discounts on all my towels. And for a limited time, your order ships absolutely free. So go to MyPillow.com use that promo code KHNC.
1: It. Returning Saturday, March 2nd to KHNC, 1360 a.m. And every Saturday, March through October, it's the Gardening with Joe and Holly radio show, Saturday mornings, 11 to noon. It's the Gardening with Joe and Holly radio show, topic-focused guests from across the country and answering your garden questions. Submit your questions now to Gardentalkradio at gmail.com or call 24-7 to 1-800-927-SHOW. That's every Saturday morning, 11 to noon, March through October,
0: the views and opinions expressed on 1360 KHNC are entirely those of the host, guests and callers and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Excursion Broadcasting Network. Okay, I am back for the second hour of today's Olive tree and Lampstand ministry radio church program. and um, my contact information is Olive Tree Ministry post office box 872 Longmont Colorado 80502 post office box 872 Longmont Colorado 80502 podcasts for the programs are on 8 on 1360 khnc.com to the olive tree site during the week i host the present truth peter said that we have to Live in the present truth. And uh, I host that program two to three, Monday through Friday. Podcasts also on 1360khnc.com. Okay, I'm going to do everything I can to not be distracted. I'm going to begin with this matter of the great apostasy. Christ is addressing it. The Lord must address it. Uh, he must begin to correct. His wayward children, his apostate children, if they won't listen to him, the consequences will be severe. For the apostate Christians who want to tie themselves into apostate theology, apostate eschatology, apostate the, uh, uh, teachings, doctrine, there are consequences the consequences are severe the consequences are great or tribulation great tribulation and chastisement that um, Christ promises his children who are disobedient now I'm gonna lay it out get your scriptures out this is Matthew chapter 21 Now when they drew near to Jerusalem and came to Bethpage, to the Mount of Olives, then Jesus sent two disciples, saying to them, Go into the villages in front of you. Immediately you will find a donkey tied and a colt with her. Untie them, bring them to me. If anyone says anything to you, you say, The Lord needs them, he will send them at once. This took place to fulfill what was spoken by the prophet, saying, say to the daughter of Zion behold your king is coming to you humble and mounted on a donkey on a colt the fowl of a beast of burden Christ is coming Christ has been coming but now Christ is near the closer the holy the closer Christ the closer we get to the time of Christ's coming, the more things will become excited in the world, in Israel, and in the churches of God. Things will happen that cannot be dismissed, you can't ignore. And Apostate Christians are ignoring the signs that are taking place in the world, in Israel, and in the assemblies of the Lord, in the lampstands. The, clo- the, the nearer we get to Christ's return, the clearer it should be as we get closer the more clear things will become. But, there will be no clarity for apostate Christians. There will only be hardship. Christ is telling these in this account here in Matthew 21. There was going to be big change because now he's getting ready to go to the cross the disciples went and did as jesus had directed had directed them they brought the donkey and the colt put them on their cloaks put on them their cloaks and he sat on them most of the crowd spread their cloaks on the road the others cut branches from the trees spread them across the road and the crowds that went before him and that followed him were shouting hosanna to the son of david Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. We believers, according to Deuteronomy 32, we believers, in the same principle, should be making great the name of our God. In reality, Deuteronomy 32, Thirty-two. We are to ascribe greatness to our God, especially as He is ready to return. We're to ascribe the the reality of who He is to the people around us. We are to ascribe greatness to Him, honor Him, and. Uh, make His name great. In the apostolic, the new apostolic reformed churches, they are not making Christ great. They are making themselves great. They don't realize, they believe that what they're doing is pleasing to the Holy Spirit. I'm going to prove that it's not. Then he said, They're yelling, shouting, Hosanna to the Son of God, making his name great. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord, ascribing greatness to him. Hosanna in the highest. And when he entered Jerusalem, the whole city was stirred up, saying, Who is this? And the crowd said, this is the prophet Jesus from Nazareth of Galilee. Jesus cleanses the temple. And Jesus comes in to the city. He goes straight to the temple to cleanse it. The Lord is coming to this temple. This what we call evangelical Christianity to this assembly of believers in America. He's coming to cleanse the apostasy, the evil, the leaven, the false teachings, the madness. We are looked at, most evangelical Christians are looked at as strange, odd, very weird cannot be understood because of a segment of believers in this country that are putting a stigma on the true family the righteous family of God Jesus entered the temple he's coming I'm telling you he's already begun he's going to clean this temple out and he drove out all who sold and bought in the temple. There is a segment of Christianity in the United States called the Name It and Claim It. He's going to drive them out who bought and sold. He overturned the temples of the money changers and the seats of those who sold pigeons. He said to them, It is written, My house shall be called the house of prayer, but you make it a, a den of robbers. This is what is going to happen. It is begun. Okay. Now I'm going to read out of Matthew chapter 4. This is the account where Christ is interviewed by Satan. This is the account where Satan was on a mission to put Christ to work. For him. Matthew 4, verse 1. Then was Jesus led of the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted of the devil. And when he had fasted forty days and forty nights, he was afterward hungry. And the tempter came to him and said, If you be the Son of God, command these stones be made bread. The spirit of this verse is People want to see Christ and His power. They want Christ to perform miracles. Later in Matthew, in Mark, and Luke, as Christ performed miracles, the crowds would come. Even the Pharisees, Sadducees, the religious world, they would come. The followers of Christ would all come. The mir- the miracles were necessary, but the miracles didn't change the heart. The miracles were to keep people alive, to set people free. The real help came through the teachings of Christ and through having a relationship with the Holy Spirit. Miracles are needed for healing. But they don't change you in the spirit. It's a a miracle to help you in your physical life. The miracle is when the Lord reveals to you that uh, you need to be forgiven for your hardness of heart. That's a miracle. To the church in Ephesus they had everything. They had the best doctrine. They had everything. But the Lord told them. But you left your first love. Returning to your first love. Now that's the miracle. Having your. You know. Seeing. Having your eyes. opened. That's a miracle. But having your heart. Returning to your first love. That is the miracle. That is significant. So the tempter wants him to perform a miracle. And that's what this is what the charismatic Pentecostal NAR, Dominionist, Seven Mountain theology teachings are all about miracles, miracles, power, miracles, glory. But it's not about internal transformation internal growth it's about outward signs and wonders that's the big mistake with the leaven of the new apostolic reform movement Pentecostal charismatic assemblies they think that that is the growth it's not that's not the abiding But He answered and said, It is written, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. Every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. The teachings of Christ, Matthew five, six, seven. 7. This is the bread that God's children should desire. This is the bread of life that will change and make people who are spiritually crippled whole who are weak in the soul the bread of life will make them strong in the soul because it transforms internally not externally verse 5 then the devil took him up to the holy city and sat him on the pinnacle of the temple and said to him if you are the Son of God jump off jump off this pinnacle it's written he shall give his angels charge concerning thee and in their hands they shall bear you up lest you dash your foot against a stone in other words you won't even bruise your foot Jesus said to him again the teachings it is written you will not tempt the Lord, your God. This is the Lord's Prayer. Lead us not into temptation. Everyday Christians, young Christians like to get out in the elements, motorcycles, whatever it may be, sports, and you push what you can do to the extreme and you're tempting God. People who get out on the highway and the speed limit's 85 and you want to go 100 you're tempting the Lord because you don't know if little is going to come running across that road and I'm not so not so you know I like little Bambi but little Bambi doesn't have an eternal soul you do and the first thing you're going to do is to protect little Bambi you're going to swerve at 100 miles an hour, there's not going to be any... You're not going to regain control of that vehicle. So, examples like this, we are not to tempt God. We are to pray that we're not to be led into temptation. We are to be protected from evil. One of the things the Lord said, that in the days before His return... The days would become evil. The days have always been evil for the two last 2,000 years, but they're not as evil as they are presently. Deliver us from all evil. The evil one, deliver us from him. And it said to him, All these things. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, uh, then uh, again, the devil takes him to an exceeding high mountain and. In the the twinkling of an eye, he showed him all the kingdoms of the world and the glory of them. He took them, he took Christ to our time. In a twinkling of an eye. And Christ was able to look at, at the development of the systems of the devil. Marvelous, glorious, fantastic. Even John, when he saw the end time nations, he marveled and Christ said, Why did you marvel? Because John was looking at the earthly kingdoms. He wasn't looking at the heavenly Jerusalem. He saw it later. And this is what we are we're focused on the things of the world, on the kingdoms of the world, the kingdoms of the cosmos. We're not looking at an invisible kingdom in which there is righteousness. There's holiness, there's no pain, there's no suffering, there's no death, there's joy eternal, and our mind is set on time rather than realizing we're here temporarily. we don't own anything here, we don't control anything here we're we sojourn, we're just here temporarily, we don't control anything. You ask the Christians. of the Christians throughout the world, what do you own? They'll tell you nothing. The clothes on their back. And even the clothes on their back were given to them by God. But they're content. Paul told the uh, Roman soldiers that were Christians, they didn't get paid much. And I mean, it was tough work. They didn't get to sit around. They, They marked marched point A to point B and they had to carry out duties and they didn't have a choice and they didn't get paid very much they got to eat but they didn't get paid much Paul told them be content with your wages be content with what you have make it work live make what you have make it work you have to be under the counsel of the Holy Spirit, allowing Him to direct you with your finances. That's what they had to do. The devil took him to a high mountain, showed the glory, showed the kingdoms of the world and the glory of them, the kingdoms of the cosmos, the kingdoms of Satan's world, of what Satan built. And the glory was Satan's glory; it wasn't the glory of the coming millennial kingdom. And Jesus said to him, "Oh, no, I'm sorry." And 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 said to him, "All these things will I give you if you will fall down and worship me." Then Jesus said to him, "Get out of here, Satan!" For and this time he calls him Satan. It is written, "You shall worship the Lord your God." and him only shalt thou serve. Now it's the devil leaves him. Behold, the angels came and ministered unto him. Okay. Now I'm going to meet, read Luke chapter 4. So what is happening is Satan came to recruit Christ to build his kingdom. This was kind of in the way I view it and you can see if you under, if you're looking at it the way I'm looking Satan needed to stop Christ because he knew what Christ was going to build but he had to still at least try to get Christ to compromise and maybe come work for him Christ coming to work for the devil Luke 4 This is the expanded Bible. Jesus filled with the Holy Spirit, returned from the Jordan River. The Spirit led Jesus into the desert. He was led into the desert. In our modern Christianity, we are driven. We are a purpose-driven church. That's a big clue right there. Christ's people should be led, not driven. We should be led into where Christ would have us to be into where he wants us to be positioned we're not to be pushed with the new apostolic reform dominionist seven mountains theology you are driven you are driven to take over the world for Christ simply because when Christ comes they want to give Christ the nations of the world as a gift this is doctrines of demons. Doctrines of demons. They don't know the scripture. They are not clear on the teachings of Christ. This is why I say to these people if they don't repent the matter of repentance. They talk about repentance and I'm going to talk about the IHOP Kansas City IHOP Mike Bickle debacle that has been taking place for the last four months, which I just recently found out about. I I just don't like to spend time looking at craziness, nonsense, and apostasy. But when I heard Mike Bickle had been caught in appropriate fondling sexual things with women with not a woman not two women now there's three women all of the ways in which he tried to control and manipulate this is witchcraft this is witchcraft so this is what's operating in the IHOPs and with the IHOP people the International House of Prayer people they're trying to save that system they can't save it The winds, the rains, the floods, the rivers have beat against it. It was not built on the teachings of Christ. It was built on the teachings of man, the philosophies of man, the works of man. This is the beginning of the shaking of all of the apostate assemblies internationally. Christ is faithful to His churches He's faithful to his people. So he has begun the shaking. He has de- decided to send the floods and the rains and the wind. It's not They're not going to recover. The people that are making big money are going to lose that money. This movement has been shaken internationally. There's no recovering of it. You couldn't recover Jimmy Jim Jimmy and Tammy Baker. You couldn't recover it. Jimmy Swaggart wanted to recover his ministry couldn't happen. This this has been shaken. Now for the people that believe in one of the doctrines of demons Teachings, and I know you don't like it, but you need to know God has to give you an opportunity to know the truth. That believe in a pre trib rapture, it is a doctrine of demon. You've been deceived, very powerful spirit, and and, and uh, excuse me, and you. We're warned to not be deceived and now when the Lord gives you the revelation that you are believing a lie a doctrine so powerful you're going to have to repent you're going to have to repent and you're going to have to admit that you were deceived and repent because you were instructed not to be deceived you were to watch what was happening you're going to have to repent and, ask, and just ask the Lord simply, Amen Lord, forgive me now I need to go forward help me psychologically to handle what's coming no one is going to be able to go through what's coming without the help of the Holy Spirit. It will be impossible. You'll go mad. You'll go drink. You'll go to drugs. You'll go to whatever you can to ease the thought and the and the to just help you to not even you don't even want to be awake. You want to just sleep this doctrine of demons number two that we're going to take over the world and present the world to Christ at his return no he will take it his own way he's coming on horseback with an army we don't need to try to give him anything we can't and with the new apostolic reform people they believe that we can bind fallen angels and throw them into the pit we can bind demons and throw them into the pit no we can't these are satan's servants we can bind them from interfering with each of us or each of us inter, uh, we can bind them to keep them from interfering like for instance spirits of death that would want to kill me if it's not my time, they have no authority. They will, they will try to take me before my time. But if it's not my time, and I know it, and they're going to kill me, then I can rebuke them and tell them, no, you can't. This has to come by the insight that the Holy Spirit will give you. It's a doctrine of demon that we're going to take over the world for Christ. We have to repent for it. Another doctrine of demons in the New Apostolic Reform, and they're the ones that push it, is that there can be women pastors in the church. That is a doctrine of demons. It does not fit anywhere in the Bible that a woman can have authority and be be a rabbi and have authority over men. That's a doctrine of demons. There's a prophecy and the prophecy is in Zechariah chapter 5 verse 5 to 11. It's about a wickedness, a cauldron, a witch's kettle that is carried by a stork into a distant land called Shinar, meaning America. I'm not going to get into the whole prophecy, but it would be the women's lib movement carried into the United States of America. And the women's lib movement would overflow and that philosophy would end up in the body of Christ where women can be apostles, no such thing. Pastors and have authority over men, no such thing. That is a doctrine of demons. So here Satan in the book of Luke Jesus filled with the Holy Spirit returned from the Jordan River, spirit led Jesus, spirit led him into the desert. Be led, don't be pushed, where the devil, devil tempted and tested Jesus for 40 days. Jesus ate nothing during the time, and when those days were ended, he was very hungry. The devil said to Jesus, if you're the son of God, command this rock to become bread. Jesus answered, it's written in the scriptures, a person does not live by bread alone you're asking him to eat bread when he is the bread Jesus answered in the scriptures a person does not live by bread alone then the Jesus then the devil took Jesus and showed him all the kingdoms of the world in an instant it doesn't say that in Matthew but it does say it here in Luke in a split second the kingdoms of the cosmos everything that Satan had built. And for 2,000 years, the devil has been building century by century his cosmos, his kingdoms. The devil said to Jesus, I will give you all these kingdoms and their power and glory, their splendor, because it has all been given. It has been handed over to me and I can give it to anyone I wish. This is why many Christians say, No, Christ owns everything. Christ can rule everything. No, he doesn't. And Christ didn't rebuke the devil say, No, Satan, these kingdoms in this world belongs to me. No, Christ realizes and is stating to the believers that Satan has a right to build his cosmos. He has that right. It is a God-given right. It is an ordained plan that God had to allow Satan to build as he desired to, to build the very best a kingdom with power because Satan said I will give you power I'll give you these kingdoms and all their power their authority their glory which is the glory of the devil because it's written all has been handed over to me I can give it to anyone I wish if you worship me then it will be yours the devil is recruiting is, is wanting Christ to come and labor in his kingdom and Christ said no so what's happened in the I'll read these verses and finish them Jesus answered it's written in the scriptures you must worship the Lord your God serve him only Jesus and the devil led Jesus to Jerusalem, put him on the high place of the temple, said to Jesus, if you're the son of God, jump, throw yourself down from here. It's written in the scriptures that he has put his angels in charge of you or will order his angels to protect you, command his angels concerning you to watch over you, guard you carefully. Psalms ninety-one eleven. Christ said, it's also written. I'm sorry, the devil said, it's also written using scripture they will catch you lift you up with their hands you will not hit your foot or stumble over a rock Psalm ninety one twelve. Jesus answered it's also written in the scriptures do not tempt the Lord your God after the devil attempted tested Jesus in every way he left him to wait until a better a po- a poon a better time Satan is building his kingdom. From that time to the present, he has been putting together a labor force. He has gone out daily to find people who would become laborers in the building of the kingdom of darkness. Christ, in another parables, went out in the early in the day to hire people. To come and work in his field. So the two two roads, two interstates side by side. Satan is building his kingdom, and Satan must have a labor force. So Satan has a right to go to the people of the world. And the people of the world that agree to come and work for him, Satan will give them their wages and he will put them to work and they will build the kingdom of darkness. Christ has gone out from that time to the present. He has been inviting people to come and work his field and he pays them. So you have two kingdoms being built the kingdom of darkness with the devil and his children, his employees, and because they are his employees, Satan can protect them from punishment. And Christ cannot interfere because Christ has given the devil permission to build his kingdom. In Romans it's basically spoken of in an in a interesting way that Paul presented that we want punishment on these vessels that were created to be destroyed but the Lord says he's going to allow them to continue and we have to just wait because we are, have been destined to glory not destruction but he gives us the grace to let these vessels that are going to be destroyed he allows, God allows them to work in under Satan's employment Satan has employees and these employees according to Matthew and Luke four they spend they have spent the last two thousand years building their kingdom, and it's a glorious kingdom, but it's a kingdom the glory of of Satan doesn't compare to the what God will build, and we Christ has been calling his people we're not building something in the world we're building a spiritual we're working and laboring in a spiritual in the spiritual realm bringing people into the kingdom of heaven and we are building you might say places where we can teach the teachings of Christ the theologies of who God is and eschatology we're building in the spirit people come into the kingdom of heaven. Then in the kingdom of heaven, our duty is to help them to see the teachings that are accurate in contrast to the philosophies of men. We are to, through the scripture, their minds must be renewed from the fallen state to a state of clarity in God's purpose and the teachings of what Christ expects of us. and at the same time um, we are to tell the people in the world about Christ tell the people in the world that we are building an eternal kingdom we are not taking over the kingdoms that Satan has built for Christ we're not doing that So, the Christ is building his kingdom. Satan has been building his kingdom. One of the great kingdoms that Satan has been desperately working on, or perfectly working on, is the end time Babylon the Great, the end time nation. The Babylon the Great that sits between two oceans on the east and the west and then waters on the south and the north, America. At the same time, Satan, now this is where the curveball comes in. Paul in 2 Thessalonians chapter 2 talks about the great apostasy. Well, Satan has also been at work taking leaven and throwing leaven into the mix. So, Satan's building his kingdom and Satan is working within the body of believers in the seven churches to bring in mayhem, evil. To Thyatira, it says that there are those That don't know the deep things of Satan taking place within the Catholicism within the Catholic Church so Satan is deeply involved in destroying from within these lampstands of God and Satan has been working diligently to deceive those in evangelical Christianity by bringing in new philosophy thinking doctrine different theology even eschatology so he's the there's the adversary within the enemy without the devil is recruiting and he has been diligently bringing people deceiving them in the body of Christ into believing damning doctrines, doctrines that bring destruction to God's children, destroys your growth in Christ, your walk with the Lord. I, I sum it up best by a, uh, this, this dominionism as the decades as the years go on decades we move into the end of the time that Christ said we would live in when the great apostasy would take place the best way to explain dominionism is very simple and i want you to pay attention because I am going to bring in Donald Trump because Donald Trump knowingly or unknowingly has been part of this system. So, we're going to finish the hour in a little bit, but the podcasts are on 1360khnc.com to the Olive Tree site. And uh, this is the 11th of February. If you want to note which program this is, okay, this is from Lance Walnow, and um, I'm going to just quote Mr. Walnow because this will explain what this new apostolic reform movement is dominionism. He states, Nearly 20 years ago, I began to hear God telling me about the seven mountains and a movement that was coming 20 years ago. That would have been in 95. I fell out of rhythm with the revival theme, but I knew the seven mountain message had to be the power of To change everything when properly understood. I believe the reason God entrusted me with the seven mountain message is because of something Kim Clement taught me about hearing God's voice. Kim said he believed his willingness to give what God told him to give helped activate this gift. Kim Clement was deeply involved in this. I'll name some of the other men in a while. Probably not this hour. When I started sowing into Kim's ministry, and it's all about sowing, Christ is coming, and has come, and has begun to overturn the tables. It's already begun. The IHOP ministry, the winds, the rains, the floods, and they are believing within the IHOP crowd that it is the devil they don't know and don't, aren't able to discern God's punishment from the attack of the devil I say what's happening in IHOP is God's hand of discipline and shaking what has been built on sand going to back to the article when I started sowing into Kim Clement's ministry it was because I wanted to hear God, like Kim however when I started hearing God it was a little confusing you see the spirit you sow into will impart to you an activation of what's inside of you now I hope you're confused I really hope you're confused but I'll read it to you again you see the spirit you sow into will impart to you An activation of what's inside you because I wasn't Kim my hearing of God's voice took me in a unique direction now was he hearing the Holy Spirit or was he hearing high in the high high dimension of the soul where soul and spirit intersect when you leave the earth's atmosphere there is that undistinguishable, indistinguishable place where you're in outer space or you're still in the earth's atmosphere. How do you know when you are leaving the the soul and going into the spirit? The soul and the spirit are so connected. If you don't have the word of God, you don't know If you're whether or not you're in the soul or in the spirit, to say we're going to take over the world for Christ now that is the soul, that is ambition of man, that is unscriptural. Christ says that his church is going to be persecuted within the new apostolic reform. They never talk about persecution. They never talk about hardship. Because they believe they're going to be taken out, which is in itself a real confusing thought. On one hand they're going to be taken out, taken out. But on the other hand, they're going to be here to take over the kingdom of the world kingdoms of the world to present them to Christ at his return now I don't understand their reasoning how are you going to take over the kingdoms of the world and present them to Christ when you're going to be raptured this is what happens they don't see the blindness they're so caught into the soul the high high regions of the soul Which almost appear to be the Holy Spirit, but are not. Only the Word of God can discern between, divide between soul and spirit. But by what they say, you can see. So is he either in the soul or is he in the flesh? Well, he's not talking about killing anybody, so it's just the soul. Quoting him again, because I wasn't Kim, my hearing of God's voice took me in a unique direction. I started asking God for a specific amount to put into the offering when Kim preached. It's about money. You know, I cannot go to a ministry and give them all that I have and expect that I will get in return a spirit an extra portion of the spirit of god because i gave money no that's not how it works in the kingdom of heaven you don't have to give a penny to receive the holy spirit you don't have to give a anything if you are directed by the holy spirit to move to another city to take another job everything is to teach you the anointing but to think you can buy the anointing no you cannot now if you are in an assembly and the pastor is giving you scripture and theology sound doctrine if he's godly if he's holy if he's not a money changer then the Holy Spirit will prompt you, direct you to assist with that ministry. That is biblical. But to think that you can go someplace and buy the Holy Spirit, which I think is what he's saying. Asking God, what should I put in the offering when Kim preached? Annabelle was a great sport, often often challenging me to give way past my comfort level this is crazy no you don't give past your comfort level you will know and have comfort and peace if it's the Holy Spirit so he's giving to receive something no Christ said that in Luke that uh ask and it will be given seek you will find knock it will be opened unto you and god will give you his holy spirit it's a gift pretty soon we were both hearing the same numbers we practice this with other ministries as well once we gave we had to guard the harvest it's not just a one thing and done thing we made a choice to stay connected to what Kim was doing and teaching Looking back, it seems to be that my gift developed most radically, ra- radically during the, this period of time. Before long, I was teaching in Kim's daytime meetings while he preached at night. I sowed into Kim's gift and reaped from what I had sown into, but the manifestation was customized to my unique calling and message. Their calling and message is the same. Take over the world. That is not God's will. He uses Galatians 6, six. Let him that is taught in the word communicate unto him that teaches. Communicate is a key word here. The word is koinonia, which is the word describing someone who joins in the intimate, in, in the intimate conversation. Koinonia speaks of becoming a partaker of the same spirit. Koinonia also describes a financial partnering with the spirit do not partner with doctrines of demons we're not to partner with doctrines of demons with over 60 years so what i'm saying is if you like teaching if somebody is teaching you that you are that you feel is helping you grow That's the most important. But, the teaching must be according to pure scripture, pure teachings of Christ. It can't be teachings of man, philosophies of man, uh, programs of man, and especially doctrines of demons. So, I'll be back For the next hour and a few minutes.
2: You're listening to the roar of the Rockies. 1360 AM. KHNC. Johnstown. Greeley.
6: Loveland. G. Deplorable here, and I want to tell you about the upcoming Tactical Civic well, Seminar this Saturday, right. the 10th, at the Carbon Valley Library we, uh, in Firestone. Don't miss this okay, great opportunity to, to learn like some of the best about your constitutional rights and how to
0: use those rights the way our founders m. intended. All That's the Tactical down. Civics Seminar this command. Saturday from 11 a.m. to 2 p.m. We at the, the Carbon
6: Valley Library in Firestone.
5: ETI is your local one-stop shop for all your heavy equipment needs. Uh, From rebuilding your components to helping manage your fleet. Our goal is to make, make your life simple. Vehicle, Our full-service hydraulic everything. and machine shop will meet all your well, expectations. We also offer free pickup and delivery. Call Jeff at 970 with any questions or to schedule a pickup. Again, that's 970-685-2064.
0: Okay.
7: Testosterone levels have dropped by 50% the since the 1940s, and true masculinity is retreating the into these Christ pathetic the spaces. Man, now, all this gender bending has men questioning of who they are and how Even to fulfill the man, their like sacred said, roles the in life as fathers, husbands, and community the leaders. IHOP. Warrior MBS well, is all about unlocking and unleashing these kinds of men. Go to warriormbs.com to check out the because program and set up a live chat with Jeremy today. Again, that's warriormbs.com.
0: A move to K-HNC take
1: over is proud the is carry my Christ. kind CBD products. Products include then, cocoa, top shelf Wal-Nal, tinctures, hemp sap, moisturizing says. lotions, and Relation retinol cream. They also have pet say, tincture do not and hemp seen. shampoo for not a healthy coat and skin. To see all sows, of the CBD products we carry, will also visit reap. the station For at Two South Parish or the flesh, check us out online. Corruption. Go to
3: 1360khnc.com. Click reap. on the shop you button. Love the reap all of your electronic devices are, can be severely damaged by lightning are bolts are and power surges. Even worse, an EMP attack wanting can destroy everything, leaving our technology-dependent society with no technology. But don't let that be you. Go to empshield.com and put KHNC in the promo code box. Have EMP Shield is an electromagnetic pulse, solar flare, and lightning protection garden. system made to protect he you and power. your electronics. Again, go to and empshield.com and type KHNC in the, the promo code box. empshield.com to the see opinions
0: expressed on 1360 to to HNC are entirely those of blind, the guest guests blind, and callers eyes
3: open, and do not necessarily reflect walk. the
0: opinions of the Excursion the Broadcasting walk. Network. And they want to take over the world. Life in a special the Greek, so will your life, as God does, and You can access the Zoe life by sowing the Spirit. No, you, well, you can sow the Spirit, meaning you learn the ways of the Spirit by you. You need to score. The Word of God is living, operating, powerful, sharper than the two-edged sword, would you piercing to the dividing center of soul and spirit. Soul and spirit. You, you can't sell into a ministry financially and expect the Lord to return you by spirit. Oh. Me. That is a personal matter. The now, this is assembly. benefits of sound you doctrine. doctrine you will and good afternoon I welcome know that. In to in the present Experience, truth program I i'm your host Lord, rick rodriguez with a, a We can begin today by we're high hmm, on sound i doctrine. think most people know now they king charles has been diagnosed practices with were cancer odd, but the doctrine some may not have sound been informed but uh that's all i'm going to say right this now, was out, out of the his Website World news, Europe. His, uh, but now, on the fifth of February, to understand, King the Charles diagnosed with cancer. He discovered while being treated for prostate issues. The Buckingham mountains. Palace stated on Monday during the king's re- recent. There was another guy by the name Hospital. of Elie Hardy. Now, this person is definitely uh, procedure. Uh, very, I don't think she's a believer. It was for benign uh, prostate cancer, is, but or lar- enlargement, actually. Who so, two separate America concerns. The end times.
3: Diagnos- the Diagnostic tests identified a, a form of cancer, to the palace said. Charles, 75,
0: right who began treatment on Monday. Dangerous. His doctors advised him to, to, to postpone people, public like duties last at the time. Hour. Are coming but in but the monarch of the united kingdom will continue to conduct with official Satan business as and his usual employees that are building and then prince harry reportedly spoke with his father about christ the diagnosis and is flying back to the united in kingdom the last hour i read out of matthew so Paul, this is what's Paul, happening with these the royals of europe about christ being tempted after coming out of the wilderness then these two stories. I would talk very more about clear. Vladimir Putin. Satan throughout the program is hiring. He is in Germany. People is still his waiting. Kingdom to find out what Christ happened to the Nord Stream pipeline. hire people one two. to come and work in his field. German. He's not building parliamentarians. A kingdom that you not can receive, receive with your information hands. from the republic's prosecutor general this about the it progress of the investigation into the now, North these Stream explosions in the seven mandates, member of the they are Bundestag in from Satan's the alternative kingdom alternative for Germany. And they are attempting told to take pass, over Satan's which is Sputnik aspects, aspects of when asked whether the rebel committees of the German government um, received any data, he said not at all. Germany would really like to know what happened to Nord Stream 1 and Nord Stream 2 because it's pretty much destroyed most of their industry, oh my goodness. as well as the German people having a hard well, time because of expensive education. fuel, natural gas, over the winter. Government. He said, I represent the party on the topic of energy policy. Well, Nothing is more. happening in this channel at all. Nothing like is moving year. forward in the foreign policy committee either previously there were attempts to make this. requests but I the maximum response we received was that the process what of the investigation is not subject to publicity what is the German it? people want to know these seven America of this Empire society who destroyed those pipelines oh my goodness the one thing I needed more September than and I did September 27, 2022, Nord Stream AG reported unprecedented, oh, unprecedented a damage that job. occurred the day before on three strings of the Nord Stream 1 and Nord Stream 2 offshore gas pipelines. Thank you for holding with me and being patient. On the 26th, 2022 September Swedish seismologists registered two explosions on the pipeline routes. Okay, come on, come on, come on. The Russian Prosecutor General's office launched a criminal case based on charges oh, I of international it. terrorism. I'll tell you what I'm gonna going to do. The United States, in a little bit, play a song Like I stated yesterday, and then America I could not and will not ever allow Germany and, I will read and Russia to work together. We're gonna, they're going to take over. If these two nations were now, to, this lady like says that uh, this seven, seven Russia and China, not work if they were fiction, enter into a, to a partnership, Evangelical Christians to conquer what America would uh, there there'd be no need for life. NATO? Oh, Thank you, and there wouldn't be need for American sanctions. That's the key facets of February the 8th, of Satan. The following year, U.S. investigative these journalist Seymour Hirsch published an article. Has which he he said, using citing to build sources, kingdoms. U.S. Navy divers and had planted explosive right devices under the North kingdoms. Stream 1 and 2 gas and pipelines under the cover of the Baltops exercise in June of 2022. Aspects of so his remember cosmos. that out in the sea. And Christ the will Norwegians destroy activated that the bombs three months later. But now, the New York Times reported citing American officials the that sabotage on gas mandate, pipelines could have been carried out by certain conquer pro Ukrainian group that acted without the knowledge of US authorities. Re- education? Uh-huh. They want to go right. in and take over all uh, the American in this people. Country. A great this majority is Satan's are kingdom. beginning to wake up, this to is going to understand martyrdom that anything that secondly religion is a threat to national to security. Take over religion, what does this mean? Will be dealt with. And the Nord Stream pipelines in gas to Germany and to Europe that is a threat to, to national security. The United States Even in the religions will as they exist take care of every Christ threat. As his lampstands promptly as dysfunctional this as is they one are. are the threats Nord Stream his 1 and 2 pipelines. The present president they want to take over Are they talking about...
4: This is Tammy are with Naturally Inspired Catholic Health Church? Church? Network. We created a group churches? with real solutions for healthy living. About? Providers with products and services we trust. Need pain relief? Christy Sullivan, Families. Vitality for Life. Want acupuncture? They Debbie want to Ireland, Touch of the East. Looking for a medical doctor? They Dr. Sharon Montez, government. Living Well Health Group. Solutions for health insurance? Wendy Scipioni, they MPB health. Media. Naturally health. health. Naturally Inspired they Health Network.com. Connecting people with real solutions for health. Bleed stop
1: clinically proven and FDA cleared to stop even movement. arterial bleeds. Right here in northern into Colorado, apply direct pressure and clotting clotting occurs in
0: seconds.
1: no stinging, or burning. Minor cuts or major wounds, this bleed is, stop is a.
0: This is new apostolic reform. All of these centers are new apostolic reform. 90% of northern Colorado Christianity is new apostolic. Most of Everything charismatic, Pentecostal, for the most part, new apostolic. And to these people, you are not to you cannot interfere. You are not to interfere. You will be punished. you come you are under the chastising hand of God, whether you want to believe it or not. Satan has a right to employ his people and to build his kingdom. It has been given to Christ. So I am going to take a little break and uh I will return I don't know. I have phones going off. So something must be happening that I'm not aware of. So, But I'm going to go to a, mute, a little song and uh, we'll see what is taking place here. When you interfere with the kingdom of, the, of darkness to interfere with... we are to pray... And if there's going to be punishment and judgment to any of the these mountains of Satan only God can interfere with those. He's the only one that interfered with Babylon the Great. He interfered with Egypt. Christ interfered with the religious world of his time. He has that right to do that we have to be careful with anything that we do to take over this government that is uh, very dangerous and I'm afraid the NAR people are involved deeply with Donald Trump they are not fighting Trump they are fighting the new apostolic reform movement this is this is what is happening I am, I am for Donald Trump. He is in the Bible. And, but, I am not behind a group of people who are going to attempt to use Donald Trump to take over this country, to change this country, to bring a Christian worldview into this country. No. I'm not into that. I can't be. Okay, I am going to take a quick break, and I'll be back in just a few minutes. I have to see what why my phone is exploding off the hook. Maybe...
8: Hot August night And the leaves hanging down And the grass on the ground smelling
9: Turn, turn, turn. There is a season.
0: on the air you just never know glitches so okay we uh, like I state, stated earlier we had power bumps last night Two thirty in the morning the power went off shut all our systems down and these systems if they're digital they're gonna mess up they're gonna fail No way you can prevent it most of the time. Our battery backups went completely dead. So I'm going to continue with this article with my thoughts. Thank uh, everybody for letting me know what was going on, and we were able to turn off the system and turn it back on, and it triggered the way it was supposed to. Okay, this thought for Christian people, I'm going to stay on this one thought, it's very important, because Christian people do not understand the kingdom of darkness versus the kingdom of heaven. They think there's just a war between the two kingdoms, that is true, but there are cosmic laws, there are principles that God has set that cannot be changed concerning the kingdom of darkness the devil has a right to rule the world for 6,000 years the Satan is the Prince of the air that is in control of building these kingdoms in the cosmos and Christians believe that we our commission is to change What is happening in the cosmos to bring in a godly, a kingdom, a theocracy. We are violating cosmic law. You see, they are attempting these people, whether they understand it or not. They do not believe we are in the end time they don't believe we're in the end of days they are trying to take the present wicked system and you might say change it back to a system of righteousness the all of the prophet, prophetic scripture the prophecy say that as the world as we get closer to Christ's return Job said the kingdoms the these kingdoms of the world will be turned over into the hands of the wicked you can't change it the book of Revelation Christ was telling his people but they don't want to hear prophecy they don't want to see what Christ said was going to happen He said in Matthew 24 we cannot stop wars that are coming they have begun we can't stop them we cannot change the apostasy that has taken place and the people that are trying to change this society by taking over these different mountains as they call it education religion family business government establishment media they're trying to take change everything we can't they're violating cosmic principles Satan must build his kingdom and he uses these people he has recruited to build that kingdom these people are going to take over the world and rule the world it says the wicked the world will be turned over into the hands of the wicked and these people are trying to take the world out of the hands of the wicked they're violating a cosmic law this cosmic law means uh, punishment it means not just persecution for the Christians it means martyrdom
6: we are
0: I hate to say it this is a big mistake they're trying to bring back Donald Trump the new apostolic reform movement this is why this whole everything this country is doing right now is doing to protect itself to protect Satan's kingdom which he has a right to build from the new apostolic reform movement that wants to use Donald Trump to revert change and to reset everything Donald Trump as I have stated in the scriptures he's in the Bible he was He had duties to carry out his time in the political world is about to end. While the Democrats are slugging it out, this is the article, Ellie Hardy, the modern apostles who want to reshape America ahead of the end times. The Seven Mountains Mandate is a manifesto manifesto for conquering all. The Democrats are slugging it out. To see who becomes the party's nominee for nominee for the 2020 election, Seven Mountains, as it often called, is coursing through the, dis, dis, the decrepit veins of the Republican Party, offering a vision for total domination at a time when its core constituency is in demographic decline. The center of evangelical gravity may have shifted from firebrand Southern baptist to slick California megachurches infused with the power of the Holy Spirit, but it is clear that Seven Mountains is being used to bring together a new and detriment, determined moral majority for the 21st century. The late televangelist Jerry Falwell and his cohorts might have wanted to save your soul to stop your abortion. This new breed... Of prophets apostles and seven mountaineers want nothing short of transforming society anybody that's in this system that's listening to this pro- program you are interfering with cosmic laws God has given the enemy of God's people has given the devil the right to build his kingdom he gets to recruit who he wants those who will serve him that have been ordained to eternal fire he gets to recruit them employ them pay them put them in positions where he feels they are going to be the best uh, in the best positions to build the kingdom of darkness he gets to employ them they're his children They are protected from the wrath of God, from the punishment of God, because they're another man's servant. Not a man, another individual's, they're the servants of the devil. And they are allowed to, if they are being used to further that kingdom, well, the Lord allows them to live into, you know, 100 years, 80 years, 90 years. Because that kingdom must be built before it is destroyed. And if we try to interfere with the building of that kingdom, then we violate cosmic laws. We, believers, our our responsibility is to take people that are laboring for in that kingdom hopefully they can repent we are to take them bring them into the kingdom of heaven so they can be employed by Christ to further his kingdom and to present Christ in reality to the people that they affect that they are around in their macro world, micro world. We're not to take over the world. We're to take people that are going to perish. We are to bring them into Christ's kingdom so that Christ might give them eternal life, wash them of their sins, put them to work building His kingdom. I can kind of see why I've had so much trouble today with this program but the thing is this the devil doesn't like to be exposed and these people in this new apostolic reform movement they don't realize they're employed also by the devil they think it's Christ but scripturally they're not employed by Christ they are fulfilling prophecy Apostasy. This is an apostate movement that began back after Jimmy Carter became president. The baby boom generation children shifted from walking in the spirit to being bewitched into a movement. The Seven Mountain Mandate came into being in 1975 when God allegedly delivered a concurrent message to missionary movement leader Lauren. Cunningham, Campus Crusade for Christ, Founder Bill Bright, and Televangelist Francis Schaeffer to invade the Seven Spheres. This was a doctrine of demons started by these guys. Bill Bright. I remember everybody was thinking highly of him and I didn't know his doctrine at that time. I just just given, given my life to the Lord. The largely dominant area was resurrected in two thousand when Cunningham met with strategist, futurist, and compelling communicator Lance Walnow, who told him about the vision of twenty five year told him about the vision of twenty five years earlier. The prophetic Walnow, 63, 63 year old businessman, consultant based in Dallas with a doctorate in ministry, with a specialization in marketplace from Phoenix University of Theology, immediately saw the idea's potential and began promoting seminars and training courses on the theory as a template for warfare for the new century. The, its real surge is pop, and popularity began in 2013. When while now co-authored the movement movements called the arms invading Babylon, the Seven Mountain Mandate. No 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 no. This is a doctrine of demons. I've stated in the past John chapter 15 I wished I had it in front of me and I will give it give give a synopsis Christ is talking, in John 15, Christ is talking to His people. I am the vine. You are the... Uh, God is the vine. The God is the vine. Uh, the, we are the vine. God is the husbandman. Christ is the... Uh, boy, I wish I had it in front of me. and I can't get my computers to work. I'm telling you... I cannot get these things to work. I've got to all be reset. I am the vine. You are the branches. My father is a husbandman. Any branch in me, and I'm just going by memory, any branch in me that does not bear fruit, he prunes it and afflicts it that it may bear more fruit. Any branch in me that does not bear fruit, he cuts it off. And he, he cuts it off And men gather the branches and put them into fire. Any branch in me that bears fruit, I afflict that branch more that it bear more fruit. Affliction, with affliction comes fruit, spiritual fruit. But the branches that don't bear fruit, the apostate branches, are gathered by men and thrown into fire. The fire is not eternal fire. The fire means persecution. These people in the new apostolic reform, seven mandate, that whole concoction, God is going to throw them into tribulation. And in tribulation they are not going to be able to handle what is coming they won't have the grace that is needed then I'll go to Proverb, Proverbs I forget what chapter 3 but it says that uh, God Tells Israel, and he's telling the church too, that I, God, says, I have come to teach you and correct you and to visit you. I want to, I am teacher, I am the one who can correct you because you're going to make mistakes and I am wisdom and I'm going to call and I'm going to visit to try to give you an attempt to give you wisdom which will protect you and help you in life. But because eventually he says but you didn't want to hear my counsel. You didn't want my reproof. You didn't, you didn't want to hear what I had to say to you. So because of that, when your hardship comes, you're going to cry out to me. I'm not going to hear you. I'm not going to respond to you. And your hardship will come. You didn't want my reproof. You didn't want my counsel then. And now, in your hardship, you want me to come and help you you wanna hear what I have to say well I am not going to help you you mocked me I'm going to mock you I'm going to mock you and I'm going to let you eat the bitter fruit of having your own way I'll let you have the bitter fruit you wanted to go a direction that I was trying to keep you from going you didn't want sound theology you didn't want sound doctrine you didn't want to listen to me the sign of the times are so evident your hardship will come and I'm not going to help you I'm going to mock you I'm going to let you eat the bitter fruit and it will be bitter the bitter fruit of the path that you chose this is what God is saying to these people in evangelical Christianity this is all of the the name it and claim it crowd and for a little bit it's going to see that they're going to get more powerful you're going to think they're going to get more powerful but already I hop is God's beginning of chastisement to that group of people these people we have to be careful they will probably be like this T D Jakes who has been asking the the FBI to come and investigate one of the men who is exposing him his name is a uh, Jennings another black pastor they're both black pastors and Gino Jennings is exposing T.D. Jakes and Jakes a little while back asked the FBI to investigate Jennings and asked that the FCC would pull Jennings radio license these people are hypocrites they will use the federal government just like the Pharisees and the religious world at the time of Christ. They asked Rome, they worked with Rome to bring about the crucifixion of Christ. The church is a separate kingdom, but they have blended the two kingdoms. When you blend the kingdom of heaven with the kingdom of the world, of the cosmos, you have asked for trouble. Going on with this article. It is a real, in a, its real surge in popularity began in 2013 when Wallao co authored the movements called the arms invading Babylon, the Seven Mountain Mandate, with Pastor Bill Johnson, Reading, California, from the prominent California megachurch, Bethel Church. To understand how the Seven Mountain Mandate has taken hold, it's important to place it in context with its origins in charismatic Pentecostalism, the fastest growing religion not only in America but around the world. It is estimated that the world's two billion Christians one quarter are now, of the world's one quarter are now Pentecostal. The late televangelist Jerry Falwell and his cohorts might have wanted to save your soul or stop your abortion. This new breed apostles, prophets, Seven Mountains Mountaineers wanted nothing short of transforming society you are they are making a major mistake we are all going to suffer because of it we are interfering with cosmic laws we pray and if God wants to bring down and change things so be it we pray But no. You know, we cannot pray. uh, You know, we cannot pray, no matter what we pray, we cannot stop Antichrist from taking office, from taking position, from doing evil. No. We can pray that God, in His mercy, if He'll have mercy on us, protect us, and hide us from the coming beast, but to pray that we're going to change this nation and revert and and cause a turnaround, this is absurd if this is this is heresy, this is the most I'll, I'll, there's a man by the name of I think it was Jim miller wrote miller's church history and <clears throat> going back from the time of the early church to the time of Billy Graham, probably in the 60s. Well, I'd read the book, three volumes. He made a point. He said in his study of church history, all through the ages, to Europe, Middle East, every time that the Christian people became involved in politics to change things, there would be persecution every time. And with that persecution, martyrdom. It never changed. The principle always remained the same. Whenever the church interfered with the kingdoms of the earthly realm, persecution came because they violate cosmic law. Christ left the devil in Matthew 4 and Luke 4 after the temptation. But he didn't tell Satan, you cannot go out and recruit people. He didn't tell Satan, you can't build that kingdom because Satan in twinkling of an eye took Christ to our time And the kingdom was built. He saw it already done. Though it would take 2,000 years from that point to this point. Satan employs people. The children of the devil. The the Illuminati. People in the Freemasonry. People in all secret societies. Satan has a right... To offer them a job to employ them Satan has a right to will you follow me if you follow me I'll give you this and that and this I'll make you wealthy and these people go to work in this whole satanic community for generation after generation after generation they go to work each generation generation to generation through all generations there will be these people that will work for Satan in all these generations there will be those in Israel that will continually further the lineage of the seed of Abraham, Isaac and Jacob and they will be hidden by God and at the right time these 12 families will rule in the millennial kingdom on earth. God employs those he wants to employ, the vessels of glory, the vessels created for honor to glorify God, and then the vessels that were made for destruction. And in the group of people that are vessels of honor, Satan has a right to go in and deceive them. Christ said it was true in the parable of the leaven and the Apostle Paul said it would happen in Second Thessalonians chapter 2 with the apostasy that would take place. When would the great apostasy really flourish and be in its full blossom? when Antichrist comes to power, when he is recognized and made known at the beginning of the seven years of tribulation. So this is a mystery that these people in this seven mountains mandate thinking in the charismatic pentecostal slash churches these young people are totally deceived they want change they want to change the country they fight God and they're going to say that we are fighting God because we won't go along with their strategies, with their plans with their vision no no Now, the charismatic movement in the 1960s pulled in disaffected New Agers and other mainline Protestants with its focus on believers' direct experiences with God through the Holy Spirit. And that movement in the 60s, yes, many Christians had a real experience with the Holy Spirit, but New Agers did come in. But now, according to these people, we're in the third wave, generally called Neo-Charismatic Pentecostalism, or referred to as a new apostolic reformation, a branch which focuses on the roles of apostles and prophets, such as Walnow, that is trying to cement itself as a fifth pillar of Christianity, trying to cement itself with Catholicism, Protestantism, and the two branches of orthodoxy. All of this might sound as old as a preacher owning a private jet, but politically it looks a lot more like the right-wing wave of populism that is heating up the planet. Culturally, it is something between a music festival and self-help seminar. Confusingly, it is all large. It's all largely academic, as you rarely hear leaders or believers self-identify as Pentecostals. This is exactly right. They use the term charismatic to get them away from the term Pentecostal because Pentecostalism was too strange, odd, different, weird, so they call themselves charismatics, but they're just as weird, strange, odd as the Pentecostals, even more. The movement, which many call non-denominational, is best defined by the way it practices she goes on to say uh, 7M is the authority to take over the world they say comes from Isaiah 2.2 which says now it shall come to pass in the latter days that the mountain of the Lord's house shall be established on the top of the mountains it will be in Jerusalem but we Christians see they don't understand theology we Christians are not going to be here we will have been resurrected These people don't know theology. They don't know doctrine. They don't know how to place events with eschatology, with the study of the prophecies of the Bible, of the end time. It'll come to pass in the latter days that the mountain of the Lord's house shall be established on the top of the mountains, not until Christ returns... They're not going to establish anything. The number seven is significant in the book of Revelation where the apolo- ap- apocalyptic prophecy is preached to the seven churches in Asia. For while now, and Johnson, the mission of today's apostles is to set people free from torment and disease to destroy the works of darkness. No. There's going to be more sickness, Christ said, It says in Revelation that the leaves of the trees are for the healing of the nations. There's going to be more sickness, more disease. Read Revelation chapter 6 about the four horsemen of the apocalypse. These four horsemen. Disease, plagues, famines, sickness like the world has never seen. Christ isn't going to be able to help the whole world from the torment and the disease this is a sign that we're in the end of time the nations will have the technology to make people sick the world at Christ's coming will be a a, 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 basically the nations will be sick they will be unwell they will not be healthy their immune systems will be compromised now he says they throw red meat to other key conservative t- touchstones saying that there is no such thing as secular employment for the believer. What? That the role of government is to create a realm of safety and a realm of prosperity because poverty is demonic. What did Christ say? You're always going to have the poor with you. You can't change. They don't know scripture. They don't know the word of God. They don't want to believe the Word of God. This is why the winds, the rains, the floods, the rivers are going to beat on all of what they believe. And great is the fall of it. Great will be the fall of IHOP ministries. Great will be the fall They're not going to resurrect this thing. As time goes on, they're going to find more hidden things that have been happening in that ministry. Internationally, Mike Bickle, Mike Bickle, grooming young girls from an early age so that he could have lifelong visits with them if possible even though he was married now if you want to talk about demonic they say that poverty is demonic now I'm going to leave you with this Paula White she's part of this system she's President Donald Trump's spiritual advisor God help Donald Trump His political time is ending. And my time is ending too. God bless you. God bless you. God help you to understand what is happening in our culture with this deception. God help you. May the Holy Spirit be with you. May you be in spirit, not in the soul, in spirit, not in the flesh. God bless you. I'll be back next week. Rick Rodriguez, the, Pre- the Olive Tree Ministry.
2: KHNC, Johnstown, Greeley,